Good morning and welcome to this edition of Words from the Word of God. We step momentarily away from our study concerning sin and how it is revealed in the Word of God. I'd like to leave you with some thoughts as we enter into this new week. Yesterday I shared a devotion from Isaiah 25 verse 1, and I want to read that verse of Scripture, uh, and as the Lord leads, kind of expound on something that He's burdened my heart with. The Word of God tells us here in Isaiah 25, 1, O Lord, thou art my God, I will exalt thee, I will praise thy name, for thou hast done wonderful things, thy counsels of old are faithfulness and truth. You know, with that devotion yesterday, I asked this question, I said, when is the last time you praise God simply because he is God, creator of heaven and earth? Now, no doubt, it's it's wonderful to praise Him, and we should praise Him with our lips and our words. Uh, but, you know, just praising Him with our lips and our words is not enough. You know, God desires us to praise Him with everything that we have. You know, Jesus, our Lord and Savior, in Matthew 22, uh, tells us how we are to love God, um, you know, and I want to read that right quick. And this is Matthew twenty-two thirty-four. Uh, I'll read down through verse thirty-seven. But when the Pharisees had heard that he had put the Sadducees to silence, they were gathered together. Then one of them, which was a lawyer, asked him a question, tempting him, saying, "Master, which is the great commandment in the law?" Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. You notice mouth and words was not mentioned there. The greatest commandment. Now, he said, what is the greatest commandment? It's what the lawyer asked him. And he said, now these are the Pharisees that followed him around, and they were the biggest hypocrites because they claimed to hold on to the laws of Moses and the traditions of the the Jewish traditions, yet they were rejecting and wanted to kill the Savior every time uh, they had a chance. So they were hypocritical, and he was asking Christ this in a hypocritical way, trying to catch him in his words. But he said, thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. If you notice, words, lips, it's not mentioned there. You know, there's a danger of us praising God with our lips and our words and living like we want to in our heart. You know, that's not true exalt, exalting Him. You must consider it this way. God who created man in his likeness and image. And we know as Adam and Eve sinned there in the Garden of Eden, that that perfect uh, peace they had with God and that perfect communion they had with God and God with man was broken there because of sin. But God, and look at it this way, folks. He's asking something from you and I more than our words that come from our mouth and our lips. He's asking for true heart worship.
and that is worshiping him in spirit and in truth through the Holy Spirit that dwells within us. That means we don't praise him with our lips and go out and live like we want to. And just that don't mean we, we just read his word and ignore it and go live like we want to. No, God desired such a relationship with you and I that he so desired that so much that he sent his only begotten son to die on Calvary's cross and through every drop of his precious blood there, anyone that receives that him by faith and his vicarious sacrifice by faith and him as the resurrected Savior is born into the family of God of the Spirit. Now God gave all that and was willing to do all that for you and I just to have that we might be reconciled back to him, be brought back into a right relationship with him. He gave everything that he had that you and I might have that perfect relationship. So why would he just be satisfied with the words that come out of our mouth? No, he asks and pleads for us to worship him in our heart as well. I want to read from Isaiah 29, um, you know, and this is what the Lord's laid on my heart here. He says, uh, verse 9 of chapter 29 of Isaiah, Stay yourselves and wonder, cry ye out, and cry. They are drunken, but not with wine. They stagger, but not with strong drink. For the Lord hath poured out upon you the spirit of deep sleep, and hath closed your eyes. The prophets of your rulers, the seers, hath, hath he covered. And the vision of all is become unto you as the words of a book that is sealed which men deliver to one that is learned, saying, Read this, I pray thee. And he saith, I cannot, for it is sealed. And the book is delivered to him that is not learned, saying, Read this, I pray thee. And he saith, I am not learned. Listen to verse 13 of Isaiah 29. Wherefore the Lord said, For as much as this people draw near to me, near me with their mouth and with their lips do honor me, but have removed their heart far from me, and their fear toward me is taught by the precept of men. Folks, we cannot praise God with our mouth. These Israelites are are perfect examples to us, and, and it it drives me crazy when somebody says, well, the, the Old Testament doesn't apply to us today. Yes, it does. Listen to me. The complete Word of God is the Word of God, and it is for our benefit. He is telling us here, you draw near to me with your words. You draw near to me uh, with your your, your your words and your lips and your mouth, and you praise me with that. But just these, these Jewish people uh, were insensitive to God and his commandments. They were spiritually insensitive. They did not want to obey God. They wanted to praise him outwardly, but inwardly they wanted to live like devils. And God pronounced that they would be judgment upon them, and they could not see it because they were spiritually discerned because of their sin and their iniquity and their idol worship. You know, God brought them up out of the land of Egypt, out of the land of bondage. And, and Egypt is a perfect picture of 
the bondage we were in to sin. Through Jesus Christ, we've been delivered from that bondage. God desires a perfect relationship with you and I, and that is only through Jesus Christ. But we can't accept Christ and live in the world and then sin like we want to and then pretend like we're going to praise God with our, our mouth and our lips and our words because there's no nothing in the heart that is showing love toward him when we're disobedient to him. The Word of God tells us in Exodus uh, chapter 20. Now, this is after the, the children of Israel had brought up out of the land of Egypt, out of the land of bondage, and they were at Mount Sinai receiving. And this is where law, uh, God gave Moses the law and the Ten Commandments. And I want to read verse 1 down through verse uh, 6 here. And God spake all these words, saying, I am the Lord thy God, which have brought thee out of the land of Egypt out of the house of bondage. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven images, image or the likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath or that is in the water under the earth. Thou shalt not bow down thyself to them nor serve them for I the Lord God God am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children unto the third and fourth generations of them that hate me, and showing mercy unto the thousands of them that love me and keep my commandments, those that love me and keep my commandments. You know, back there in Isaiah 29, they were honoring God with their mouth and their lips and their words, but they were not honoring God with their heart, being faithful to him and his commandments. So he caused them to be blind to the judgment that was coming. And he basically gave them over to their sinful life. He tells us right here in his word. And remember what I said about Egypt to the children of Israel. Uh, that's a picture of our bondage. Egypt is a picture of sin, that, and that's what we were in bondage to before we received Christ as our Savior. God has made the way for us to have a perfect relationship with Him, and that is through His Son, Jesus Christ. That relationship came at great cost to God because he wanted you and I to honor him not with just our mouth and our words and our lips but with our whole heart we cannot honor him with our words and put everything in this world before him he tells us right here in his word have no other gods before me what is ruling in your life right now what is keeping you from honoring God not only with your words and your lips but your heart as well I pray that this has been a blessing to you and an encouragement as we enter into this week let's just strive on honoring God with our whole heart, loving him with our mind, our soul, and our, our strength and, and our, uh, our uh, heart, our heart, our mind, and our soul. Those are inward changes that happen in us through Jesus Christ. It's not our words that he looks at. He sees the heart, and he wants our heart to be pure to him. I pray that the Lord will speak to your heart through this message, and I look forward to the next time that we can share in a word from the Word of God.